Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. RHOD&D is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. Last week on RHOD&D, Cass and Kiki found themselves wandering through a mysterious mountain cave where they discovered hauntingly beautiful artwork painted on the walls. Both ladies got to show off their skating skills as they crossed a frozen pond, but their ice capades weren't drama-free. Kiki cracked her front tooth on a piece of fruit from the ice tree, and Cass fell through the ice and was granted a wish by the spirit of the tree itself. Meanwhile, Sasha, Dr. C, Anya, and Brina continued on their journey up the mountain and had some bonding moments along the way. Dr. C and Sasha tried to convince young gnome Brina Lucky Spark to get some preventative Botox, but Brina was more interested in their friendship, and in Anya's case, their growing mother-daughter bond. After a night spent snuggled up together by a fire, the former fog party made it to the top of the mountain, where they reconnected with Kiki and Cass just in time to see Cass repair the tower, just as she promised the mayor of Gnome Valley she would. But the moment of triumph was short-lived. A stone giant woke from his slumber and, in a confused haze, defended his territory, leading to a short but devastating fight that claimed the life of young Brina. As the horrified group gathered around her body, a nearby voice yelled out, Cut! Will the housewives ever recover from this tragedy? Will Brina's death bring them closer or drive them apart? Who yelled cut? And what does it mean? (laughs) Find out this week on RHO D&D. 
right. So there you are, huddled around Brina's small, crumpled body, mourning the very short life of the very young gnome girl. And from behind you, you all just heard a loud, clear, and familiar voice yell, Cut! And you turn to see two people you know very well from filming Housewives of Anaheim. Your producers, Nancy Andrews and Trixie Belding. I knew it! (laughs) I knew it! (laughs) They whisper urgently to each other, frowning and gesturing towards your group on the ground and cast up in the tower. Then... You notice the hooded figures standing behind them, tall, menacing, their faces invisible beneath the dark fabric of their hoods. But you do catch a glimpse of glowing yellow eyes and rough, scaly skin. Nancy Andrews walks towards you. She takes hold of a vial hanging around her neck and opens it, sending a thick, misty haze rolling over the group. She then turns to the tower and sends the haze wafting up towards Cass. It smells of cinnamon and smoke. And before you can react, you all fall deeply, deeply asleep. That bitch! (laughs) Constitution check, please. All right. 18. 17. 20. 12. Okay. 7. Oh, Oh, Kiki. Okay. All right, Dr. C. Then if you're the highest, suddenly you find yourself coming back to consciousness. And the first thing you're aware of is that you're lying on a hard surface and you feel yourself bumping up and down. You hear low murmurs and the crunch of feet. And as your eyes open above you, you can see the limbs of trees and in the distance, a cold gray sky. And you begin to recognize that you're you're moving. You're in some sort of cart or maybe an open-air carriage, and you're being moved through some sort of forest. And let me just check your passive perception. Oh, which is very good. And so you notice an assortment of jars containing an array of different types of insects in the cart with you. But the pull of sleep is very strong, and soon you drift off again. And sometime later... Some very long time later, it seems, all of you begin to float back towards consciousness. Your bodies are very sore. You've been lying in one position for too long. (sighs) And as you begin to come back to awareness, the first thing you notice is that there's a sound of conversation happening, and you can smell dirt and hay. And when you open your eyes and look around, it seems like you might be in some sort of a horse stable, but there are no horses here. And then you get a little more aware of your surroundings and realize that you are locked in a large metal cage. Oh, fuck. (gasps) On each of your dominant hands, a golden double ring binds your pinky and index fingers together. And oh, pinky and index. I hate that. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. Your 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 pinky and ring. That's I miss. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, that's still. I was like, God damn. <laughs> a golden double ring binds your pinky and ring fingers together, and near the cage, you see a clothing rack that's hung with gowns. <gasps> and at the far end of the stable are Nancy and Trixie. They're whispering urgently to a pair of cutters, and a large badger sits at Trixie's feet. And then, I guess because you're moving around um, and you're waking up, Nancy notices, she glances over at you, and a friendly smile spreads across her face. What are the cutters? So they're they're hooded figures. You can't see their faces. You can just make out that they have glowing yellow eyes and rough, scaly skin. You look around you in the cage, and all of your things have been taken. Oh! (gasps) 
Do I have Clarissa? No. <gasps> what about Bryn? What about Bryn? No, Bryn. No. Bryn and Clarissa are gone. What about my gold? It's all, it's all, it's all gone. Na- Nancy looks over at all of you and sees how upset you're getting. And, and she looks confused and she's like, what's, I don't understand what the prop, like, wh- why are you all so upset? I'm so happy to see you too. Where's my gold? It smells uh, like a petting zoo in here. Nancy, Nancy, where is Bryn? Where is Bryn? Where is Clarissa? Uh, Nancy, have you come to rescue us? Well, you're here to work. Oh, Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I see what's happened. And Clarissa's working with the animal handler. Perfect. And Bryn's getting into hair and makeup. Exactly as I suspected. Bryn's in hair, hair and makeup. <laughs> so uh, this is what I've been trying to tell you the whole time is that we're on a reality television program. And clearly I'm the only one that's smart enough to have figured that out. So I think you can just let me out of this cage now. Oh, Nancy, then, then Brina, if this is all fake, then Brina is fine. Bring me Brina. I want to see my Brina. So when you mention Brina's name, you see Nancy's friendly face fall into a very serious, endlessly frustrated kind of a way. And she looks at Trixie and says, are they ready? And Trixie nods and Trixie steps forward as well. Um, Trixie uh, is... She has a large messenger bag over her shoulders and she reaches in and pulls out a sheaf of paper. And she says, yeah, so about Brina, just real quick. Um, we know, like, obviously, you know, we, we have so much to do. It's so good to see you guys. Before we get started, we just need you to sign this form real quick. And then we'll just get you out of here and get you into hair and makeup. And she hands you through the, the bars of the cage, this NDA. <laughs> I'm going to need to read this. Uh, okay, Please take your see. time. Yeah, I will need a phone because I have to send this to my lawyer. <laughs> and also I am needing my Brina and my brain. I'm going to read this out loud for everybody because I know reading is not a strong suit amongst the entire group. I'm looking at Anya. Rude. Uh, so it says non-disclosure agreement. Parties, this non-disclosure agreement is entered into and between Housewives of Anaheim production, here and after <laughs> referred to as the disclosing party, and blank, here and referred to as the receiving party. Confidential information. The receiving party agrees not to disclose any confidential information and agrees not to use any such information without obtaining consent. Confidential information refers to any data, information, or events thus categorized by the disclosing party, including but not limited to that thing that happened on top of the mountain regarding the gnome girl. Hmm. Hmm. Pre-approved language. When referencing any confidential information, the receiving party agrees to use only language pre-approved by the disclosing party. Pre-approved language regarding the gnome girl allows the receiving party to say that she, quote, left for her next great adventure, end quote. No further details are permitted. Ownership. This agreement is non-transferable and may only be dissolved by written consent provided by both parties. Governing law. This agreement shall be governed by and construed in accordance with the laws of Earth and Saxpira. The agreement will remain in effect for 100 years. <laughs> Seems excessive. <laughs> Signature. The parties hereby agree to terms and conditions set forth in this agreement, and such is demonstrated by their signatures below. Trixie Belding has signed it, and Nancy Andrews has signed it. This looks fine to me. I don't care about a gnome girl, so I'm good. <laughs> the gnome girl is Brina. They are saying we cannot say that she died because we, she's onto her next great adventure, which is bullshit. Dr. C rips the paper out of Cassandra's hands. And then cast Burning Hands, and the paper just goes up into flame. Yes, Dr. C, yes, yes. As it yes. bursts into flame, Nancy 
does like a snap and one of those cutter guys looks at you and says and so could you do a wisdom saving throw oh fuck ten okay so with a ten you freeze just right as you are and that burning piece of paper falls onto the dirt floor and Nancy goes over to it and snuffs it out with her shoe. Dr. Christina is frozen? Is frozen in front of us. Yeah, yes. Ring, ring, Christina. You might try to ring, ring, but that ring that you're wearing on your hand um, kind of keeps you from doing the motion. <gasps> oh, no! How <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I see? Can I use the other hand? Ring, ring, Christina. <laughs> the spell only works with your dominant hand. God. Can can we pull them off? No. You try to pull it off, and the ring gets tighter. <gasps> oh, oh, that's awful. See, um, darling, uh, quick question. Um, is this a, a, a new accessory for any particular reason, darling, or is this necessary? Well, we'll talk about it more at the meeting. At the meeting? At uh, uh, Trixie, Nancy, my sweet, sweet babies. Can we maybe unfreeze Dr. C? She looks so uncomfortable. I know she wants most of her face frozen, but, you know, we want her body moving, you know? Nancy looks at you and looks over at Dr. C and says, we're going to be good? Nancy looks at the cutter and the cutter releases you from its grasp. Christine, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Cass, what the fuck? Where have you been? And why did you grab that contract? Uh, 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 you know, how about this? The sooner you sign these contracts, the sooner we can all go home. Oh, great. Sign me um, up. When you put it that way. I'm actually <laughs> missing some of my things, so I can't really sign anything until you give them back to me. Well, and then Trixie um, has, like, lots of copies of the contract, so she passes them out again. <laughs> um, and she looks at Kiki and says, oh, Kiki, what happened to your truth? You know, if you sign this and we get out of here, we can fix that right up for you. I would love for you to fix this and you to fix it before I sign anything. Oh, unfortunately we can't. I wish we could. Such a hassle. But we need you to sign I, first. Um, I'm, I've signed mine. Can you just let me out? Because I'm signed. I'm ready to go. Sealed, signed, delivered, signed. Great. They hand you a gold feathered quill. You sign it. And it kind of, in a little mermaid way, kind of goes into the paper. And it feels mm. a little extra than just signing something. Interesting. Cass, I just want to ask, did you maybe, maybe just sign your soul away? Maybe? I'm ju just asking, maybe? Anya, the fact that you can't read and that you didn't listen when I read it out loud to you is extra frustrating. No, it did not say my soul in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> so as you hand over the contract, one of the cutters unlocks the cage. Thank you. They let you out. And then Trixie um, <gasps> leads you over to this clothing rack Ooh. and tells you that because you, you signed, you came out first. Lucky you, you get first pick of which gown you're going to wear tonight. Oh, fabulous. There are gowns hanging up. You can see there's a beautiful black one, a beautiful purple one, a gorgeous red one, this like teal, like lovely thing. And then there's one really hideous dress that's a hot pink and hot yellow. Ooh, excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take this gorgeous purple dress. Awesome. She knows that's my color. She okay. knows that's my color. And you go into one of the horse stalls and you start changing into the purple dress. Oh, and uh, Nancy, oh, if I could also, if you could just send Clarissa, can, can we get Clarissa 
in a matching for with the purple? Can we get her in a matching? Yeah, as outfit? soon as she's done with the animal handler. Okay, we'll get perfect. Her right thank over you. To you. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Wait, Cass, where are you going? Where have you been? I'm just changing. Look, just sign the contract and come out, and we should catch up because I have lots of questions for you two. Kiki, are you ready to sign the contract? We can fix your tooth on up. I would like to see some of my things. I had a bag with some weapons, <laughs> and I also had some gold jewelry that is missing. <laughs> I would like to see that as a ma- manner of good faith. Totally. Um, the thing is, uh, some pr- some of the production moved all of your things already to like a holding space with all everybody's stuff. So we can totally get to that. But, you know, daylight's wasting. Sasha, good old friend. Would you are you ready to sign these? Uh, a quick question. Uh, 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 so what I'm picking up from this now, mind you, that I'm not a lawyer. I know. Um, it, are are you just asking that we do not mention anything about Brina, or or is there any sort of fine print? Uh, and how how does this affect uh, my my current uh, agreement? The uh, there's no fine print. What you see on the NDA is exactly what it says. There's no like secret writing. This is just about talking or not talking, as it may be, about what happened with the gnome girl. As you can see, you can totally discuss her and say she left for her next great adventure. And that's really all we're asking. And as for everything else... When her next great adventure was death. Well, I mean, Peter Pan would argue that that's a pretty good one. So Nice. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Trixie's very pleased with herself. Yeah, so, uh, and everything that you've already signed is still totally in good standing. Right, right. Um, uh, So are we completely cutting... The last bit, um, because I did have a really wonderful monologue. I don't know if you saw it, but I was really, really doing good um, work. Yeah, Nancy and Trixie never talk about the edit with any of the cast, so they aren't going to start now. Uh, Kiki? Um, can someone read the contract again, please? <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to read it? Yeah, I think you should read it. Yeah, Kiki, I feel like you should definitely read it. I'll sign it. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Awesome. They hand Kiki the the feather quill and Kiki signs it. It does like a little mermaid thing and they let you out of the cage. Now you get to pick your dress. What colors are the rest of? So cast took the purple one. So there's still black, red, teal, and that pink and yellow one. The pink and yellow. Are you sure? The hideous one? Do you want to see it first? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there were pictures of the dresses. Oh my God. Oh, yes. yes. Very Betsy Johnson. (laughs) Yes. I don't know, Kiki. I feel like that has Anya written all over it. Oh, my God. I'll go with the black one. Okay. Good choice. So you you go into a stall and a cutter hand to your dress over the stall. Sasha, are you ready? Do you want to be stuck with this outfit? I know you don't. I I just, I I was wondering, uh, just a few things. Um, what, What happens if we do not, in fact, sign it? Oh, well, that would be such a bummer. Yeah, that would suck. Why wouldn't you sign it? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, um, is there something wrong I here? Do, I just, uh, I, I suppose not. Oh, all right. Anya, are you going no, to? No, Sasha, I'm with you. I want to know what happens if we don't sign it. But Nancy snaps her fingers and one of the cutters walks slowly towards the cage and looks at Dr. C and says, Sign and the feather quill gets lifted up into the air and floats over to your hand, and you sign the contract. 
Thank you. That wasn't so hard, was it? Oh, you guys saw that, right? Yes, Dr. C, I feel like you signed under duress. So maybe in court, you could argue that this power imbalance was very off for us and, and that this NDA doesn't really hold up about the death of my pseudo daughter, Brina. By the way, if you want Brin to sign, he is minor, so he will need me to sign for him. So I would love to see him so we could talk about the contract together. Oh, Brin already signed the contract. I would like to see his contract signed now, please. Thank you. Trixie pulls out an NDA that is... <laughs> signed in very childish handwriting and says at the bottom Bryn, special boy of Anya (laughs) he is my special boy so Trixie Nancy, this does look like Bryn's mark Um, and he is my special boy and I am very desperate to see him. He wants to see you too, should we tell him that um, you're being held up because you're going over paperwork for Mm. way too long or I think that would be Especially cruel, but if you could tell him and I could hear him respond to that question or that that situation, I, that would be okay. I feel like I'm dressed and I'm listening to Anya go on and on and I just go up to the bars and I'm like, well, Sasha, as much as I don't love you, I just, to pick up the pace on this, one of you is going to get stuck with this dress. Yeah. One of you is going to get stuck with this dress. That's what all dress I'm saying. What dress did yeah. Dr. C choose? I'll take the red. I'll sign it. <laughs> I'll sign it. Um... <laughs> They hand you the feather quill and the same thing happens to you and uh, they let you out of the cage. Right. Um, What dress is on left? I assume you're going to want the teal teal one. But the teal and pink and yellow. The pink is up for grabs. The teal looks terrible with my complexion, but I, I will bear it. Nancy slowly turns to Anya and goes, you know, I knew you would be the last one in the cage. Is that a problem, Nancy? No. Just an observation. Excuse me, is there craft services nearby or... Oh my God, Cass, what is your problem? <laughs> um, I have no problems. I signed the contract. I'm very well dressed and I'm hungry. Well, we're waiting on your cast member. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm signing. Anya picks up the feather and she reluctantly signs. Very much in the style of Ariel from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay. Nancy's posture relaxes a little bit and... That stern look she has relaxes too. Great. Okay. So places everybody. So Anya, you get that pink and yellow dress Mm -hmm. and everyone is, you know, in their stalls changing. Mm -hmm. Kiki, one of the hooded figures is going to help Kiki out with that tooth. Yes. Oh, I'm sure he is. (laughs) I wish I could call Kiki right now. The cutter does something to your teeth and it, it fixes it. You have a beautiful smile again. Oh my God. It's like I'm back to 100. Can you also take a look at my foot, <laughs> sir? Um, yeah, they can look at your foot. Great. I show the cutter my foot. And um, also, <laughs> also, um, I just have like a bag of stuff, like, you know, like personal stuff. And I was wondering if you might know where that is. So the, the cutter is staring at you while you're talking to it. I looked at your foot when you showed it and it looked back at you and then another cutter starts talking to it and it's in a language you've never heard before oh my god that's beautiful what is that can i get an example of what that language sounds like Mm, yeah Mm -hmm. is it mongolian (laughs) that's really good is it russian It becomes clearer as you're trying to speak to the cutter that its English words are very limited. 
I'm sorry. I just think it's so tragic that I have this beautiful dress on and like zero gold. Like I just feel a little bit naked. I'm not feeling comfortable. I signed to the contract. I wanted to be a good sport, but like this is not the vibe. Kiki, if it makes you feel any better, you are still wearing your like your the jewelry that you had on. Okay. Um, it's just anything that you were carrying with you yeah. is like your ba- <laughs> your bags or your beautiful knitted bags are not with you. Okay, great. But, and this this double ring on your fingers is also made of gold so there's a little more gold for you okay and everybody moves outside to outside waiting for you is a large luxurious looking carriage and you climb into the carriage and you are led away from the stables and down a long driveway and the the horse's hooves are crunching on the gravel and as the carriage rounds a curve you can all see what must be your destination a magnificent mansion (gasps) Are we being trafficked to the set of The Bachelor? Because I am married. The carriage comes to a stop in front of these doors, and you hear Nancy say, go for Cassandra, go for Cassandra. And as Cassandra is coming out of the carriage first, could she just describe what she looks like in her new purple outfit, I believe, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little so, intro, intro to Cass. Sure. So Cass steps out. First of all, the most noticeable thing about how she looks is her confidence. She's feeling very <laughs> on top of the world. She's wearing a gorgeous, deep, like royal purple gown, sleeveless. It has like flowing sort of like pieces of chiffon that sort of like flow off the back of it to give it kind of like, like that sort of like shredded chiffon look almost in a train. Like it would be a really bold wedding dress choice if you were like that kind of girl. And her hair just like looks really good today. So that's working for her. And she just like, she just like is feeling herself. She like steps out and gives a little twirl right in front of the mansion. And it goes. <laughs> um, who was second out of the cage? Me. Kiki. And it was Kiki. Yep. Me. Okay. So Kiki comes out next and just a little introduction to Kiki wearing her black dress. Kiki is wearing a really sexy black dress, just like super, super tight. Like she could very easily fall out of it. And there's these little like holes on the side. So you can like really see her like hip bones and stuff. And so it's like, you know, classy, but like (laughs) sexy. She is feeling like a little bit confused for sure. And a little bit vulnerable. Her mood ring is um, Mm. Amber. And she's not sure what that means, but she is kind of like weary and more in observing mode because she wants to know what's going to happen and she doesn't have any of her weapons. (laughs) Dr. C, as you're coming out of the carriage. Dr. C looks at the red dress and it's not matching her mood. So she's going to use disguise self to change the gown into black. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. And she walks out and she goes... Chris Harrison, where are you? Where are you? Come out. I'm not doing this. I have a husband I love very much, and his name is Christian. Cass remembers that Christina and Chris Harrison had a past relationship and that this is, like, very triggering for her. So she goes over and, like, puts an arm around Christina and is like, it's okay. It's okay. He's not here. He's And even if he is here, you don't have to talk to him. No, you don't. And Kiki is like, wait, is she talking about that bird? She married that? (laughs) And Dr. C feels very conflicted because she is very much triggered and is still very upset at Cass. How could she abandon her like that? But 
is very comforted by this, so walks off with Cass. Mm. Sasha, as you exit the carriage. Sasha is a little unhappy that she did not wind up with the purple dress. And, you know, (laughs) confident is not the C word that I would have used to describe Cassandra. Um, Neither here nor there. She is making the teal work. Clumsy? Sure. Uh, and uh, But there are feathers, so she looks a lot like a beautiful bird. <laughs> she steps off of the carriage and looks around and is trying to take everything in just in case anything might be slightly off. Cass is trying to make Christina feel better, and she just looks at Sasha and goes, Oh, Sesame Street! <laughs> I don't understand what that means. And Dr. C begins to laugh, but then she remembers... Sasha saved her life. And and Cass notices this too, so she's like, (laughs) it's funny. And then Dr. C turns to Cass and goes, I think it's on trend for next season. Oh, thank you. Thank you, darling. And just as Dr. C says that and stares at Cass, Anya exits the carriage wearing that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made fun of the wrong one. (laughs) Anya, as she steps out, she's feeling big mad. The dress is also, honestly, a little bit big, and so are the shoes. So she's, like, really having trouble, like, tottering on those, like, multicolored shoes. And also, you can't see them, but remember those socks we all had to wear when we were tiny little babies that folded down and had the frills? That's all also a part of this okay yeah she's super pissed she's spent the last moments in the carriage desperately searching for Bryn maybe he's under a cushion who knows he's so tiny and she's just like angry she looks like a 12 year old girl who doesn't like to wear dresses who is like being dragged to her older cousin's graduation party honestly normally Cass would seize this opportunity to just roast Anya but she looks so fucking sad. Like, she, it's just so tragic. She's like, her hair is wild and her eyes are wild. And she keeps, like, picking up rocks and, like, looking under them. She's wearing the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. So Cass, like, well, like in the jovial spirit that she was making fun of Sasha, her face just kind of falls. And she's like, no, we should just look away. Dr. C looks at Cass and looks at Anya and then goes over to Anya and helps her pick up a very large rock and goes, I don't think Bryn is under there. Puts it down. But where is he? We're going to find him. And you look very youthful and walks her towards where Sasha is. Cass does not know what has gotten into Christina. She was like sticking up for Sasha. Now she's going to help Anya. And she is not going to ruin this day because I am feeling good today. And I'm looking great. So Cass is just going to like flip her hair and walk right up to the door and open it. Okay. All right. Cass opens the door. And she goes, I'm here. And someone is there (laughs) to greet you. Hi. (gasps) Cece. And behind Cece, you notice some cutters holding cameras right behind her to get your reaction shot. Oh, my God. Cece. Hi. (laughs) How does Cece look? Can we get a description of how Cece looks? What's she wearing? How like what's going on? Cece is wearing the best gown out of all of them, like makes the other gowns look like something from Children's Palace. 
Oh. <laughs> I think that's what that place is called. It's Children's Place, but I like it better as Children's yeah, Palace. palace. Yeah. Children's Palace. It's like a, a bronze, goldish gown with like giant sleeves. Like it's like massive, like with like ruffles. Like Met Gala. Met Gala. Sheer. You can see her tatas. She Ooh. looks amazing. It's like she's had work done since you've seen her last. <laughs> she looks the best she's ever looked. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, hi! Like, no big deal. Didn't miss you guys. <laughs> Not one bit. Welcome to my mansion! Yes, this is my mansion! <laughs> Cece, it's so good to see you. I, I was terribly worried. We all were terribly worried. Where did you go? Cece just is, she's just looking at everybody and she's just very, like, she's not very excited to see everyone. She's just like, come on in, come to my mansion. Like, it's on the regular Tuesday. Cass definitely picks up on this, on this like very confident, very in charge, very rich energy coming off of Cece and just like falls into stride with her and is like, thank you so much for having us. What a wonderful place you have. <laughs> so you enter and it becomes very clear from the setup Ooh. as you enter the great hall with where the cameras are is that because you've, you've filmed these before and it feels like you're about to film a house tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hi, hi, you guys look okay. Um, <laughs> Not dressed up as much as I would assume for such a, a grandiose house, but, you know, it looks like you did your best with what you were given. Um, I noticed that nobody really looked for me, but that's neither here nor there. Welcome to my Cece, house. Cece, we looked for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, all we've been doing is looking for you. Mm-hmm. Nancy says, cut, and looks at you and says, this is the house tour. <sighs> Fine. Cece puts back on her actor face. She's like, channeling her child actor days and she's like sorry about that ladies <laughs> back on the tour <laughs> um this is the great hall uh it's it's really big and it's mine it's mine that i have <laughs> in my house Cass is like "Ooh, look how big it is what a great hall so great <laughs> thank you Cass. anya is still next to dr c and i think that anya just reaches out and grabs dr c's wrist and is like yeah between them that's the vibe it's just confusion and like something's wrong this is off (laughs) cc's under duress i don't like this cass is also position making sure she positions herself in front of the cameras at all she's like right back in show mode and she like knows every angle and where every single one is and like is like there so let's let's just knock this tour out so you guys can see the lay of the land so i lead everyone into the living room this is the living room i picked out these couches Um, yeah, I ordered them and they were delivered here. Um, wow. Cece, this house looks so very different from your house, you know, back in Anaheim. The fashion choices are so different. What made you change aesthetics so suddenly? <laughs> we come up on money, more money. You just enter another tier mm-hmm. of taste. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, and Cece mm-hmm. knows, but Anya probably doesn't know. I've been here so long, alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By myself. You've been here for four days. Mm. <laughs> it feels like a year, though. You try being alone. Yeah, you try oh, being right. alone. You can't because you have to always be with Cass. Um, so this is the living room. Mm. Um, excuse me, I have a question. Um, just being awake is making me a little hungry. Are there any snacks? If you'd let me finish the tour, we can get into that. While the rest of the group is distracted talking about snacks, Sasha tugs on one of Anya's little Fluffy bits of the dress. <laughs> Anya, Anya, what? Sasha, 
I think I need to tell you. Do you have to pee? I'm so sorry, Cece. This is emergency situation. <laughs> Sasha and I need to go pee. Well, g- there's like 17 bathrooms here. Just go right. straight through the library and you'll find one. Oh. Just don't be Snoopy in my house. Have some respect. I know how you guys can be. Yeah, have some respect. I know this sounds weird, but there is no bathroom on this map. <laughs> no. I think they do chamber pots. Oh, is there just a pot in the corner? Oh. Yeah, of your room. It's a really nice pot. <laughs> yeah. Kiki is like so confused that everyone is so excited about this house and calling it a mansion, and there's not even a bathroom. Like, this is like not even the size of her west wing. Sasha, will you please lean into me and help me with my, hold up my many skirts? Oh. Dr. C lights her hands on fire and is like, I'm just going to keep both of you warm and watch your backs. Thank you. That's so kind and terrifying. (laughs) Sasha, what is your secret? Sasha looks very deeply into Anya's eyes. I just, I feel like perhaps Trixie pops her head around the corner and is like, hey guys, we really need to finish up this house tour so we can keep moving and stay on schedule. Oh. So like, piddle, piddle, but come on back, okay? Absolutely, <laughs> Trixie, just dripping dry. Be right there. We're on the way. In the meantime, um, Cass is going to strike up some casual convo with Cece and just say, hey, you know, it's it's wild. So I don't know what they've been doing with you for the past few days, but they gave me a pretty exciting side storyline and I just wanted to make sure that like you're getting your screen time. Thank you, Cass. That's so thoughtful of you. First things first, I was trying to give this tour. I'm so sorry that they've derailed that tour. That was so rude of I mean, them. It's fine. They didn't look for me for four whole days, which felt like outrageous. A year. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, like, if it was me, if you were to have gone missing, I personally would be confident that you were okay because I know how like strong and capable you are. Thank you. Nancy comes stomping back into the room with a cutter and is pointing to where to set up the camera in the library and says, action. Ooh, books. Tell me about the library, Cece. Yes, this is, the, this is the library. It's massive. I've been spending most of my time in here actually um, reading. I've been really? doing a lot of wow, reading. Wow, yeah. Is there any book in particular that you really enjoyed reading? There is one, but it's a secret. It's for me. And you continue on past the ballroom if you want to say anything about the ballroom. There's a ballroom. Uh, I've never been in there, actually. Um, <laughs> Ooh, let's go in. You know, I, we can't. It's under construction. It's it's dangerous. Oh. We don't have. Oh we don't have wait, hats. I know. Th- so Cass <laughs> is like she remembers from that one season when Sasha said that her house was under construction in season three, but really she was just revealing like a big fabulous surprise party, and she was like, "No, it's renovation." But she had, you know, she had hired um, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> to sing. <laughs> at her house <laughs> and he was behind this cur- it was like oh we can't go in there because renovation but it was like secretly this big surprise so now she's like oh mm-hmm. renovation uh-huh wink cc winks back yes Cass. renovation mm-hmm. um and here's the kitchen where you can get a snack kiki i see that you are clearly starving to help yourself there's little nib nibs and bites kiki starts like opening the fridge Yes, how about it? You also notice that another cutter is guarding this back door that leads to the garden. Um, Those are stone steps. Mm. They're gorgeous. I could tell, obviously. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. Thank you. I had those imported as well. Ooh. There's a few more rooms. Yeah, the 
dining room. There's and a then... dining room where you can dine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's my favorite, my music room. Ooh. Um, I've also <laughs> been dabbling a little in music here. Would you play something for us? Ooh, let's hear something. Yeah. Y- yes, I will. Um, I will play something. And Cece <laughs> pulls up to the piano. She's never, ever played the piano, actually. <laughs> can, I feel like I should roll for persuasion. Per- per- mm-hmm. Performance. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I think with disadvantage, since you've never played before. Okay. An eight. Oh, oh so close. Yeah. <laughs> and then she does a little... Dr. C's watching Cass because, you know, she knows Cass is going to just jump up there. Cass feels the spirit within her. She tries to start to sing along to Cece's piano, but also can tell that Cece's not really sure where she's going with the music. So together they are creating an extraordinary musical number. Oh, well, this is lovely. Cassandra, this reminds me of that time I had Jerry Seinfeld sing at my party. Do you remember? <laughs> you sounded just like me. Thank you. Yeah, it's our we're all at Cece's house. Oh. <laughs> anyway, this is my music room. Beautiful. You climb up the stairs. Mm. <gasps> Second floor. Oh, there is more house, of course. Yay. Look at all the bedrooms. Yeah, so there's everybody gets a bedroom. Oh, Cece, mm-hmm. are we um are we staying here tonight? Fantastic. What's the best room? What's your favorite room that you're not sleeping in? Your second favorite room? We'll play a little game to see who gets the best room. Oh, can we play a little game? Great. Uh, have fun. You see the camera crew. You can feel the energy. They get. They're getting excited, and the cameras zoom in on you more. <laughs> Do you mean like Monopoly? Something a little bit more simple. We'll just play like a little simple game of. Um, <laughs> what is the game, Cece? Tic Tac Toe. So, in your journey over the past four long days, who's had the craziest <laughs> thing? happen to them and they get to have the best room but it has to be like whoever's really suffered the most Mm. basically i'd like to know i got me too'd by an orc guy you Mm. seduced that orc guy okay first of all that was perfectly consensual and you tried to kill my son kiki so i think that bryn and i will have the best room i died and came back from the dead that's pretty good did you did did for sure resurrection is good i was on the brink of death after the owl bear like how on the brink on the brink because i struck dr C in the head with a lightning bolt because so. I was literally Ooh. knocking on death's door. So who died? Because whoever died gets not to the I, I died spiritually. I mean, I, I came as close to dying as you can None without of actually us dying. died. Stop being so dramatic. Technically, then Brina gets the best room because she is uh, uh, dead. Uh, 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 you can't. We can't talk about her, Anya. What did Anya actually say? Nothing. Nothing. Did she use her pre-approved language? No, she used the B word. Bitch. Brina. Oh. <gasps> I can say her name, but then you realize that that contract you signed that felt a little something special actually physically impedes you from saying that Brina is dead. You know what? Let's give Anya the best room. I have to pee again. Sasha, will you take me to the bathroom? Yeah. There's a pot in your room. Back to the pot? There are pots in all the rooms. Oh. In the corners. How convenient. Cece, you have thought of everything. I'll, dr- I'll draw the pots next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who's in charge here, but I actually don't need to stay here. I, I, I don't want to sleep anywhere where I have to pee in a pot. Um, haven't had to do that since I was 14 and it's not been going four back days. You have, would have had. Where have you been paying this whole time? Have you been holding it this whole time? <laughs> yes, I have. 
Kiki has a UTI. <laughs> Kiki has a whole UTI. She's very constipated. You see Nancy and Trixie kind of talking amongst themselves. And then with like a satisfying nod, like they got everything they wanted, they... They yell cut. And Trixie gives you big thumbs up. And she says, great job, everyone. That was one for the ages. Now I know you're all pretty hungry. So while you've been finishing up up here, we've been setting up a little special something for you downstairs. So why don't you all join us in the dining room? Following behind Trixie, you go down the stairs, you enter the dining room, which was empty when Cece showed it to you, has now been laid for a feast. Heaping silver platters of mouth-watering food are spread across a very ornate tablecloth, and delicious scents fill the air, <gasps> butter and garlic and spices, and yes, Kiki, there are ribs. <gasps> My mood ring is red! <laughs> a decanter of dark red wine, the same color as Kiki's mood ring, sits ready on the credenza, with a bottle of rosé chilling in an ice bucket just in case. And a small rectangular projector sits next to the ice bucket. And Trixie and Nancy very grandly motion for you to sit down and help yourselves. Kiki immediately just plops down. Cass makes sure that she sits next to Cece. Just one quick itty bitty question. You know who I think would be very hungry? My special boy, Brian. <laughs> I was hoping that perhaps... <sighs> Trixie nods and says, don't worry, don't worry. Brian has already eaten. He's been taken care of. This is a meeting for the adults. Oh my God, I'm honored just, to be here. I would love a picture picture of him holding today's newspaper if you just have one if you just maybe have one i would just so feel heart warm cass pulls trixie aside and is like i'm so sorry about anya she's like going on and on about Bryn. like how embarrassing but also let me know when you have any tea on clarissa just um i feel like she would make a really great foot footage uh, dinner conversation he's like excuse me sorry do you have any hot sauce something spicy yeah a cutter comes in with a silver tray and a bottle of hot sauce on it. Oh my god, thanks. After everyone's kind of done eating and everyone's been, you know, has maybe there's like a a few drinks of alcohol or whatnot, but not a lot, just like one one. Um, <laughs> uh, Nancy <laughs> looks at all of you and is like, so... I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Oh, yes. I was I was very clear on what was happening the whole time. I was very aware of what was going on the whole time. You're right, Cassandra, in a way, except this isn't a set and this isn't simulated. We're just simply a long way from home. What does that even mean? Sure, a long way God, from home. God, you sound like Wilton. It's like you yes. use these phrases. <laughs> Nancy proceeds to explain to you about these portals from a very long time ago that seem to connect different planes of existence to each other. Oh, f- fun fact about portals. Um, your your <laughs> highest vibrating energy that you bring through the portal is actually the representation of the being that enters into the next dimension. So if you're not your best self that day, then unfortunately you'll never be able to access your best self again, Anya. <laughs> Did you want to know another fun fact about portals? I'll yeah, tell yeah. you, if you have if you've purchased the mandatory crystal set from Women Power, you are actually protected going through the portal. So you don't have to worry about your most highest vibrating energy or not. Dr. C stands up and slams her hands on the table and says, Cass, you know, that's all bullshit. None of your crystals work. None of this empowerment works. And you don't even know anything about portals. The closest portal you've been has been to beep, 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 butthole. Oh. <laughs> I think Cass needs to roll for hurt feelings right now. Kiki yeah. spits out a rib and is dying. 
It's a five. You're pretty hurt by that. I'm very hurt by that. And I'm simultaneously scrolling through all of the times that Christine, all of our best friend moments, like we're like twirling together in the park in the rain in slow motion. We're like riding on a carousel, eating ice creams, like stuff that definitely never actually happened. But in Cass's mind, that's like the representation of their beautiful friendship together. And then also scrolling through like the legal paperwork that Christina filled out to be a part of Women Pow and whether or not she's in breach of her current position in the company. (laughs) As you're thinking about that, Nancy's going on and on about how the network has been working on this for decades. Originally, it wasn't for reality TV, but it kept getting repackaged because it was too expensive and complicated until reality was the only one genre that could pull it off. And then so she's done with the big speech and she says it's groundbreaking. It's exciting. And it's the first reality show to take place in a whole new reality. Let me just be the first to say I'm so honored to be a part of this show and grateful and thank you. And let me be the first to say that I am personally outraged and will be taking your asses to court. Oh, (laughs) Trixie and Nancy look at each other and they're like kind of amused, but also kind of confused or they're pretending to be confused, but they're actually like finding this really hilarious. And uh, Trixie reaches into her messenger bag and pulls out a large packet and says, didn't you ever read those contracts that you signed when you first joined the show? Uh, You might want to take a look at Section 18, Article 12. The cast member grants production the unconditional right throughout the universe in perpetuity. (laughs) So, but like, you don't own us. So we have to go home at some point to the United States. And then I will sue you for stealing my child. Where is Bryn, you bitches? Where is my fucking special boy? Oh, he's fine. He's just like upstairs taking a little rest. You'll see him really soon. We just have a couple things that we needed to talk about with the grownups first. Like what? I swear to God, if anything happens to him, I will kill you with the vase that I took a hot piss in, okay? I feel like we've been talking about this meeting with, like, grown-ups, and it's, like, keeps dragging on. It's like, what do you guys want to ask us? I'll tell you whatever you want. I think Kiki's right. What do you want to tell us? So as Nancy continues to explain, Trixie stands up from the table, and she moves across the room, and she reaches up and plucks something off of the wall, and then she turns towards the credenza, and as she turns, you can see that rest in her open hand is a small spider that was just hanging out on the wall. And with her other hand, Trixie pulls what looks like a dark pink silicone adapter cable from her messenger bag. And you're about to see a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Very clear. One side of the adapter kind of turns into this like typical looking white plastic HDMI connection. And then the silicone part stretches out and the other side of the adapter opens out into what almost looks like like a mouth. And Trixie plugs in that plastic side into the little projector that's sitting on the credenza. And then very gently, she takes the spider she's holding and places its head into the opening at the other end. And the adapter immediately just closes around the spider's head, resizing itself to fit perfectly. And it's very gently cupping his head. Gross. And then as the spider's legs kind of twitch, the projector powers on and sends images splashing across the far wall. Oh showing eight shots from slightly different angles of all of you sitting in the very room that you're sitting in now. Isn't this technology incredible? Oh, this makes sense. Yeah, okay, because I was wondering, that was my one question was, why can't we see the cameras? Spider cam, love it! (laughs) We call this the organic matter input, or the OMI for short. Mm, 
I can talk to you about licensing spider cam if you want. <laughs> we like the Omi, but thank you. Cass, I am just wondering why you seem so okay with this technology. Because if you remember the episode of Black Mirror that you starred in in the, the series, um, because you're such a fine actress. Thank you. It spoke about very terrifying technology just like this. So don't you think you have some sort of problem with this invasive, horrifying, uh, like semi-organic use of technology? Uh, no, I believe that the program I was on was a <laughs> fictional program. And <laughs> this is real life. So I'm good with it. So ladies, we just kind of got to <laughs> lean in, you know, like this is that's right. Is, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't I feel like there's a lot of resistance here. And quite frankly, uh, this is money. This is money making. Yeah, hello. This is like a next level of reality. And I, I mean, I'm into as it. Scary as it is, but like I feel like consent is like an important part of this. Like Nancy, <laughs> Trixie, why did you not tell us what was going on? That we were going to be torn from our families in massive earthquake as we fell into alternate dimension portal. Oh well, that wouldn't have been very real, would it? Good point. It's reality, baby. Speaking of footage, and Nancy looks directly at Sasha and goes, Sasha? (laughs) And puts her hand out as if to receive something back. Sasha slowly and reluctantly reaches for the brooch that she has been wearing. And now, to be perfectly honest, kind of clashes with this dress anyway. So um, she plucks it from her breast and shyly, Hands it over. <laughs> Sasha. Thank you. You've had that the whole time? Did you know the whole time? The whole time? No. <laughs> CC exhales. Nancy hands the, the beetle brooch over to Trixie. And Trixie pockets it in her messenger bag. And just then, a clock chimes outside. And Nancy and Trixie look very excited. And they clap their hands and say, It's time for the party! Ooh! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. As we come back in, you're all waiting outside, except for Cece, dressed. The sun has just started to go down, so it's a beautiful sunset situation going on. You're back at the stables, and the carriage is waiting for you out there again. Nancy and Trixie both climb into the carriage and then they say, Dr. C, you're first. Dr. C looks back at all of her friends and then sees Cass and then walks confidently first. She gets into the carriage and the carriage starts trotting along towards the mansion again. And there's a beat of silence or two. Nancy's looking at you and she says, you look beautiful tonight. It's really good to see your face. It's good to see yours too, Nancy. Hey, are you and Cass okay? Something feels 
different between you two. We're not okay. We're absolutely not okay. And I blame Cass. She left me. And she got younger and didn't tell me who she went to. So she's obviously cheating on me with another derm. I feel very betrayed. And where was she when I was almost at death's door after Anya mistakenly almost killed me? Where was she? She wasn't there. Tell you that. Nancy and Trixie nod and they lean in and they just like, you look so sincerely concerned for you. And Trixie kind of tilts her head and says, no, Dr. C, have you, have you told Cece about any of this yet? Because, you know, she really cares about you. I think she'd want to know. The last four days, she mentioned your name a couple of times. And she was hoping that you you were going to be okay. I would have if Cass wasn't sucking up to her so much and, like, crawling up inside of her vagina. Mm-hmm. And and just then, you arrive at the mansion door again. So they just did, like, a like a loop around the fountain? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like a little people mover. The rest the rest of you, except for Cece, all, all see the wagon approach the door, and the door opens, and you watch as Dr. C is led out by a cutter, taking her hand, of course, and leading her up to the front door. So as you walk through the great hall, you go into the ballroom and you notice that it's casino night. Casino night. (laughs) An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, Dr. C, you enter the ballroom and just as Cass speculated on the house tour, it wasn't really under construction. It was just decorated and you couldn't see it yet. The whole room is decorated in purple with green felt and black. The lights are low. It feels really sexy in here, actually. And 50s classics play from unseen speakers. In one corner of the room is a full bar staffed by a cutter who's still wearing his hood but is now dressed in a tux. And a roulette table and a blackjack table, also staffed by cutters, stand ready and waiting for players. And at the far end of the ballroom, you see a long, low purple couch with some lights set up around it. But yeah, it's casino party time. So Dr. C is the first to arrive and Cece's there to welcome her. Cece's changed into almost a tacky casino look. It's like a, a, ones, a onesie that looks like a little tuxedo <laughs> with tights, like with sheer tights. And it's like lots and lots of glitter. She's like really into casino. <laughs> She's like half looks like a Playboy bunny, half looks like, you know, she works at a casino. Dr. C sees what Cece's wearing and uses her disguise spell to change into something similar. Rude. Unfortunately, Dr. C, I think you have used up all of your spell spots for the day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dr. C tries. <laughs> Nothing happens. Fuck, all right. And she walks in and goes, she starts looking around for Jerry. Because <laughs> last time she could not, she got, vi- she had a major migraine after listening to him sing. And I look at Cece and I grab her hands and go, we need to talk. Is there somewhere we can talk? Cece, uh, eyes shift around and around. She's been at this mansion for four whole days. (laughs) She's searched it top and bottom. There's not a lot of secret places. And so she asks Dr. Christina if she maybe perhaps speaks like pig Latin or gibberish. I do speak gibberish. 
Oh man, it's been a long time though. To the gok, to the gurk, to the gist, to the gee, to the gah, to the goo, you the goo, of the gun, to the gurst, to the gand, to the gee. Yeah, the guy, I had a guy, could a gand, could a gand, you the goo. Of the go, could the gay. Yeah, the guy. Of the go, could a gay. To the gist, to the gist, to the gah, mother guy, mother gah, to the gah. What a guy? Oh shit. To the gist. Cece looks around and like there, nobody knows that they, I don't think anyone else that speaks gibberish and figured out that they were having, the cutters definitely don't speak gibberish, right? No. Wait, is gibberish a real language? No, it's just one of those things you learned as it's a like kid. It's like a childhood. I have no, I have no idea, idea what, you, what you guys just said. Tosha, I'm with you. I have no idea. That was crazy. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Nancy and Trixie come over with the cutters now, and they're setting up lights around you, CC, and around you, Dr. C. Nancy looks down at her clipboard and says, okay. Dr. C, do you want to say anything to Cece now? And the cameras are rolling. And Dr. C looks at Cece and then looks at the cameras and puts on a really big smile and says, Cece, I'm so glad that you brought us here to your beautiful mansion. What a fun game. I need a drink. Dr. C, what, don't you want to talk to Cece about what, what you told us in the carriage? Dr. C looks at Nancy and Tracy and goes, of course. And then she looks at Cece and says, I have had a falling out with Cass. With Cass? Question mark? I don't believe it. What happened? There's so much. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to catch you up on, but she's not the friend I thought she was. (gasps) Cass? <laughs> you sound so surprised. I just maybe we should get her in here next and we can hash it out together, the three of us. So back to the stables. As Dr. C and Cece are chatting by the bar, Nancy and Trixie leave them with the cutters filming and, and scoot back out and get in the carriage, and then they go back to the stables. And they open the door and they lean out and they say, Okay, Sasha, Anya, you're up. Oh, right. Come on, Nanya. Together? Yes. Great. Let us let us go. You absolute <laughs> fucking traitor. <laughs> they uh, close the door and you you trot on your way to the mansion. And after a while, Nancy <laughs> looks very sad and she says, "Poor Doctor C. What? Poor Doctor C. Why? What is wrong with Doctor C? Oh, she's just really having a hard time right now, justifying how Cass wasn't there for her." Cass is a terrible person who only cares about herself. How is she having trouble justifying this? She's just having a really hard time with it. I think she could really use a friend. Sasha digs her elbow into Anya's side and gives her a little slight wink. Oh, is that right? Uh, they've had a falling out. Right? You know, I've, I've found myself getting closer to um, Christina all of the time, you know? Um, I feel like we're becoming very fast friends. Yes, me too. Dr. C and I, both parents who love our family with 
extreme desperation. If you have Bryn, please let me see him. And also, um, I am happy to always be in support of Dr. C in any and all ways. Great. And so the carriage stops in front of the mansion. And same thing, Sasha and Anya are led by formally dressed cutters into the mansion and into the party where you see Dr. C and Cece. Oh my God, Cece, casino night! Casino night! fun for us to play the game. <laughs> yes, leave our worries behind, right? <laughs> Cece, you know, I just wanted to say that you look wonderful. And um, it's, it's been a minute since uh, I've seen you. I, I was just, I was just wondering, uh, how did you get to this lovely home? Cece looks Sasha up and down, and like turns away and <laughs> walks away really <laughs> slowly. Doctor C grabs Cece's hand and goes, "Stutagop, Shudagi's good, good." And then turns back to Sasha and says, "Sasha, wait." First, we need to talk about this brooch situation. Yeah. Right. What was that? Yeah, that was a big, hideous brooch <laughs> that you would never wear. It did not go with your outfit. Yes, I'm aware. Thank you. I mean, looking back now, it's kind of funny that they made you wear that. Yes, I know. It's hilarious. We're all laughing. Um, you remember um, the, 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 the creepy little goblin people that I was with? Yes? Yes. 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 We murdered them in cold blood. Legit murdered them. <laughs> yes. Um, it, that was a bit uh, of, a, of a shame. You're familiar with um, extra work, right? Like being an extra on a set. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I mean, I skipped that straight to stardom, but go on. <laughs> so, let's say, we'll put it in terms that you can understand. Let's say that those goblins... Um, came out of uh, the essential casting. Well, you know, Cece, you and I were in the exact same place before we came here, weren't we? Anya grabs Dr. C's arm and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> don't, don't try your acting, Sasha. We went to the same acting studio and I can <gasps> see right through it. I say, Anya, I don't know what else to say to you. Look, look, yes, I was placed there. And yes, I've been doing things that perhaps are not on the up and up, but I am telling you, Cece, I think that you know a lot more than you're letting on. I don't know what you've been through for the past four days. I just feel like perhaps there's another reason why you seem so happy to be here. And who gave you this house? Is it really yours? Um, <laughs> you're able to talk because Nancy and Trixie have left the room to go get um, Cass and Kiki. Listen here, you little bitch, Sasha. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're trying to pull right now. Why, why are we pointing fingers at me? You or I were in the same spot. And all I did was I... Sasha, you're not even supposed to be on this show anymore. So what are you even fucking doing here? Thank you, Anya. I don't know. <laughs> I told you I was at Bono's party and I was put here. I was taken. Dr. Seagull, and... shh. We don't know when they're going to come back and how much the cutters can understand. Hang on one moment. Sasha turns towards the cutters. Hello. That is a terrible outfit that you have on. It makes you look peaked. <laughs> They all look up at you, but continue their tasks. It's, it's clear that they only understand a few words in English. You don't speak it. Great. They don't speak it. Cece, Sasha saved my life. I have to believe that some of what she said has to be true. So can we get on the fucking same page? What Sasha is, is looking for a, her last 
two minutes of fame. She was, she just hates Cass. I feel like she's probably, she's probably the one turning Cass, you against Cass right now. She's trying to get back at Cass, I bet. Cass left without us. Have I said anything about Cass this entire time? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Nancy and Trixie in the carriage just made me and Sasha sort of pledge our allegiance to you, Dr. C, and, and really shit on Cass, which was very easy for me, honestly, but... <laughs> It seems a little suspect. What hmm. What the fuck is going on? Ask Sasha. I don't know, Anya, but perhaps we just found out about that storyline a moment ago. But I know someone here has been around for quite a long time and perhaps knows the entire storyline. One of you is lying. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to the same one singular carriage that has picked up Nancy and Trixie from the front door and has gone all the way around. The door opens up. Kiki, Cassandra... Oh, both of us. Okay. Sure. Yeah, you're good friends now, I thought. Yes. We went through a lot together in an ice cave. I'm sure you saw. <laughs> so you're, the door closes and you're sitting there for a little while and Nancy says, are you with Dr. C okay? Something feels a little different between you two. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. She had a weird freak out this morning. Um, I know that like sometimes when her blood sugar gets a little bit low, she can be a real cunt, but we've talked about that. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Honestly, how I remember it, uh, we were both at the bottom of a mountain and I was like, I'm going to go. And then I went and then at the on the way I saw Kiki and then at the top of the mountain I saw Dr. Christina and she was all different. I know you know that she was a little bit upset that I looked so good and so young after drinking that um, potion of youth so I'm thinking I might have something to do with just like a little bit of jealousy but honestly so used to that in my friendships throughout life so to me it's just like a blip on the radar oh my god I can't believe yeah we were Trixie and I were just talking that we think she might be a little jealous yeah it's natural. Honestly, the best thing is to just, like, try and make her feel good. And, like, she'll yeah. just sort of, like, maybe take a nap and get over it. That's what we were doing in the carriage right over with her. But she was nearly inconsolable. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was she saying? What was she so upset about? She was just so hurt. And, like, she just kept, she was crying. Mm -hmm. And she was just saying your name and cursing. And, like, honestly, we had to physically restrain her a couple of times because she was trying to, like, I don't know what she was going to do, but it was, it seems scary. Wow. I wonder if she needs to get on stronger meds because that doesn't track. Yeah. Does she have like a little bit of a temper, you think? Um, yeah. When she doesn't have access to the drugs that she's used to taking, mm -hmm. then sometimes she can get a little dysregulated. I think as all this is happening, Kiki wants to slyly climb out of the window and on top of the carriage <laughs> so that she can try and take this over and get out of here. You can do a sleight of hand with disadvantage. <laughs> yes, you can. If you pull this off, I'm going to be so impressed. <laughs> I got a one. Oh, all right. <laughs> and just then the carriage comes to an abrupt stop. Well, this has been fun. As you are leaving, Nancy hands Kiki 100 casino chips. That have CC's, just it's her whole face on a chip. And she's not even smiling. She's just... <laughs> 
Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Casino Night. Welcome. Oh, great. Another Casino Night. That's original. Nancy and Trixie <laughs> are with, are at this point, it's time to start filming the party scene. So they're yeah. like right up on, you know, they're excited. They have their clipboards and they let you know that, you know, you're welcome to play some games, have some good chat. This is party time. So let's party, okay? Mm-hmm. Great. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Dr. Seat takes Sasha's hands and goes, I think we should go to the roulette table. I love roulette. Great choice. It's my very favorite game. Sasha follows her to the roulette table. You walk over to the roulette table and it's just the two of you and a cutter that is manning the roulette table. If you would like to place a bet, uh, you can choose a number one through 20 or place a bet on evens or odds. Uh, Dr. C puts it down on evens. Okay. I'll go odds, I suppose. How incredibly rude to bet against your friend. How many chips are you betting? (laughs) Uh, We'll put down, I'll put down 20. Uh, I I too will put down 20. Okay. And as we put the chips down, I turn to Sasha and go, what happened? Tell me the truth. Look, I can't get into it right now, but I think that you need to get out of here, and the only way that we can do this is if we create a big enough diversion. 14. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a 14. 14! Even! <laughs> and Dr. C goes, oh, yay! So wait, a distraction? If someone can scope out and see if they can find an exit, and... I feel like Cece can, and I don't know what happened between you two. Just then you hear a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's time for Cece to give a speech. Oh, oh good. And so all the cameras are set up, and they hand Cece... <laughs> <laughs> they hand everybody a glass of champagne, and all eyes are on Cece for this speech they're filming. First of all, thank you all for coming to my mansion. Uh, I invited you and you 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 showed up and that is to be recognized. <laughs> it was uh, I missed you all to be honest. Um we were um not together. I think I can safely say that and now we are together, <laughs> which I can also safely say. And I think that we have some relationships that need to be worked on. We've been through a lot. And I just was wondering if we could take this time. First of all, I want to ask Cass and Christina if you would come up here. Sure. <laughs> Cece's just like, what What happened with you two? You were besties and now, like, what's going on? We should squash this. We're sisters, I guess. Sasha tries to make eyes with Dr. C and tries to mouth Diversion. <laughs> Dr. C looks at Sasha and thinks she says division and then thinks maybe diversion, division, diversion. She can do that. And so she looks at Cece and then she looks at Cass and goes, that's really interesting, Cece, since you told me you didn't like Cass. And all of a sudden you're sticking up for her and want us to be friends. It's a little wild, don't you think? Cece's like, what? <laughs> what did you have to drink? This whole Time. She might be drunk. Did you have a CC Cinnamon Cosmo? Are you wasted? I am not wasted. How dare you try to tell me what to do with my feelings? And she looks over at Sasha and then takes her drink and then splashes it at Cece. Whoa. is oh. wearing a thousand dollar wig. <gasps> this wig was mm. so fucking expensive. She literally cannot contain the magic. <laughs> and can something magical happen? When the water hits her wig. Can you do a dexterity saving throw? 
17. Yeah, so that liquid comes flying at your face, almost in slow motion, Spidey Sense style, of course. And Mm -hmm. it's coming towards you, and you are not only able to move out of the way, but you're able to turn it back around, and it goes straight back. Waterbender. It hits her in the face. Cass is in the middle of this, obviously, and just watched this happen like inches from her face and is having immediate flashbacks to the terrible moment when Dr. Christina was a guest on CeCe's talk show and she came on stage and was on too many drugs. Oh, yeah. And I remember what I did to try and save it was to swoop in and try and puppet Christina's body to go on with (laughs) the interview. And so I'm just going to get in between. The water. Get right in between. Between Cece and Dr. Christina, maybe I get some of the water, get splashed with the water in the midst of it. And I'm just like, stop. And I take Christina's arms and I pin them down to her sides. And in the most, with the most genuineness that Cass can muster, she just looks deep into Christina's eyes and goes, stop. You're hurting people. (laughs) And Nancy says, cut amazing and refers to the sheet on her clipboard and says okay let's see it wasn't Dr. C confronting Kat but Cass confronting C okay that's gonna be fine um last beat of the night uh yeah Cass and Dr. C let's go over to that couch Cass is like she has no problem she's like born to be produced so she's like yes let's go to the couch Dr. C is like wet and she's also looking at this clipboard and it's just a lot for her to process. What do you, Mm. this was all, I thought I, I thought I had a choice in this. And she sees Cass trotting over to the couch and grabbing her hand and leading her over there. And she goes and follows. And so you both sit down at the couch and the lights are really bright here and the cameras are rolling and Nancy says to Trixie, okay, yeah, we're ready for the couch apology. So Trixie um, takes some time to adjusting where you're sitting and making sure that it's getting like the right side of your face and everything. Thank you. Anytime. And once everything's set, she kind of backs away slowly and she says, okay, this is going to be, you know, a really big moment. So just make sure that all that stuff, you get it out there. We really want to see what you're feeling, you two. This is your time to shine. Action! Whenever you're ready, Christina. And Christina looks at Cass and goes, no, whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm ready, so you can go ahead whenever you're ready. I'm waiting for your apology. Oh, I don't know what I'm apologizing for, but let me think, let me think. Let's For see, let's not see. being my friend. For abandoning me. For betraying me. Anya shouts from the bar, Dr. C, don't hold your breath. She never apologized for anything. (laughs) For taking credit for my work. Okay, get it out. I mean, they're just a couple things. Mm. For lying to people and having me cover it up. But what I'm most heard about is you just left me on the day of women empowerment. Women Pow? Yeah. Trixie leans in and says, um, Women Pow was obviously canceled because of all of the earthquakes that rocked Southern California four days ago. So uh, we're going to have to reschedule that. But just keep going. You're doing so great. Oh, my God. It would have been nice if someone had consulted me. Did you consult Christina? Did Christina know? Of course I didn't know. You think they're going to tell me something? Well, you're off. <laughs> and then she looks at the cameras and at Nancy, Trixie, and then looks back at Cass. And then looks over at Sasha and Anya and Cece, and she realizes they've all been made a fool (laughs) and that she doesn't want to play this game anymore. And she takes Cass's hands and goes, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. Cass thinks she understands what Christina's going for at this point. And she's like, 
You can't quit the show. You can't quit the show. Dr. You can't Seuss quit says, the show. Watch me. No, you're under. They will film you. Do you remember what happened to Denise Richards? And then she she stomps off and tries to find a closed door room where she can get changed, but leave her microphone on. Cece calls out, <laughs> "Girl, I've tried. This is literally a prison, girl." Nancy and Trixie look excited for a second, and they motion for one cutter to go follow Doctor C upstairs, where one of her rooms is. And Doctor C tries to grab Sasha's eye and said, try to mouth the words destruction. And as she's leaving, she's flipping over the poker table. Is this fun for you? Oh, no. Is this, the, is this what you want? Is this kind of apology you want? Is this a TV you want us to do? Are we just puppets for you? And takes some glasses and smashes them. Goes to the roulette table and like sits on it and like makes snow angels in the chips and like tromps around. Is this what you want? Kiki just joins in and starts throwing her chips everywhere. Also, Sasha, Sasha, we we have this is this this is moment. We have to do something. We have to get out of here. There's so many cameras on everybody, but what does happen is so as Doctor C is is throwing this fit, a cutter eventually comes in and grabs her, but they're still filming her and leading her upstairs. Her screams get quieter and quieter and quieter until you're left with just the destruction of the room and each other. Nancy and Trixie say cut. They look really, really happy. And they say, great job, everyone. We're just going to follow a storyline. But the rest of you are cleared for the day. Get some rest. We have a really big day tomorrow. Lots of work. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. Again, where's my son? But it's cool. (laughs) Okay. You see Cutter starting to pack up the casino party set. And as you all are escorted, of course, individually up to your room. One of the Cutters, who Kiki may recognize from her her tooth-fixing moment in the stables kind of gives her a little look, like a, hey. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) We would like to know, what is Kiki thinking right now? Kiki, for the first moment, feels like just like an ounce of hope because she realizes like she totally does have this like cutter guy hooked and she needs an ally who's going to help her get out of here because she cannot sleep here in a place that's called a mansion where there are no toilets. (laughs) Anya, as you're being escorted to your room, what is Anya thinking and feeling right now? Anya is... Um, a little confused and incredibly disappointed that she didn't manage to like sneak behind the bar and like figure out how to get the fuck out of here. But she also knows in her heart that even if she could have, she wouldn't have because she does not know where Bryn is and she can't leave without him. So she's just sort of depressed and at a loss and just like, did she really sign her life away to these two awful women? <laughs> Cece, you're watching the Cutters pack up your beautiful idea for a theme party. And what are you thinking and feeling right now? Cece is exhausted. She is slowly pulling off her lace front with just pure exhaustion. And she's just, her hair's cornrowed back. She's never been so raw and real. It's like a Viola Davis movie right now. <laughs> And she's just realizing that maybe, maybe Sasha was also a victim. Uh. That maybe there could be two victims this season. I don't know. (laughs) What is Sasha thinking and feeling in this moment? Sasha's eyes darting everywhere they can to try and find some glimmer of hope, some way out as she is being escorted to her room. And she just hopes that perhaps 
Somehow, she can make things better by trying to get everyone out of this. And Cass, you're standing alone now at the apology couch. You just saw Dr. C get dragged off. What are you thinking and feeling? Cass is just processing everything that just happened. The only logical explanation is that Christina was feeling like she wasn't getting enough screen time. And that makes sense, because she's been with me, and honestly, I've been doing more interesting things, better things, more heroic things. (laughs) She needed to take her stage time, and who can blame her? I mean, she's so captivating, especially when she gets emotional. She's my best friend. (laughs) But I miss her, and she's acting crazy right now. What am I gonna do? I miss Clarissa. (sighs) At least I'm back on a TV show. (laughs) Cass is feeling a lot more confident and grounded, knowing that there are visible cameras, and knowing about the spider cam technology, so that perhaps when there aren't visible cameras, she knows that there are still cameras. (laughs) So she's still, even though she's conflicted and torn and feeling lots of things about Dr. Christina, She still has hope. She has hope. Dr. C, you're being dragged into your room upstairs. (laughs) As um, chips are falling out of her dress and her her titties, you know, from the snow angel moment on the roulette table, (laughs) she hopes that the distraction was enough for Anya and Sasha to get a good look at how to get out. And she feels good that she actually said all those things to Cass. It felt good to speak her truth. And with that, this has been another mysterious installment of Real Housewives of Dungeons & Dragons. Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons & Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for exclusive bonus content like full-length video versions of our episodes, our bi-weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, access to our RHO D&D Discord mansion, monthly live events, ad-free episodes, and so much more. Patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Wyland, with special guest stars Dasha Kittredge and Misha Reeves. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. RHO D&D is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.